How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the No Time to Explain podcast. And today we have another special guest here with us, Dylan Acosta. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's up? So, Dylan and I have been friends since high school. High school. Um, yeah, we're just going to jump into the questions for today. Quick little, just get into it. So, I already said your name, but who are you and what do you do? Well, as Justin's already introduced me, my name is Dylan Acosta. I uh, currently go to school in the, the glorious state of South Carolina. And um, currently, I'm getting my major in um, cyber operations. I am a currently a sergeant in the National Guard and hoping to be an officer one day in two years. So, it's just a little bit about me. Sounds awesome. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah. Yeah, alright. Great uh, friend you got. <laughs> but okay, so yes, Dylan, uh going to the army, to the to the military. So how did we all meet? We ask everyone the same first two first three questions. How did we meet? So how did you meet me? And then we'll go just branch off. So I met Justin because we went to the same high school together and we were in the same program the ib program oh yeah I and yeah. um <laughs> uh we shared a class together and uh i think we got grouped up for a project and um that's how like i officially like met him and started talking to him other than that uh he we uh had mutual friends and then we both kind of like um grew our friendship because you know we both played baseball at the time and um most importantly uh we played Fortnite together. So Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Fortnite. That is true. That I forgot about that. We used to all play Fortnite together. Fortnite during the COVID. And times. then um later on after knowing Justin for a little bit, um, I got introduced to Samson and Hunter through probably video games and yeah. you know yeah. it turned into just, you know, hanging out with them, going to the courts, going out to eat and just hanging out. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a good one right there. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, so you met them like through the courts and through playing, and then we met through high school and stuff like that. But uh, want to talk more about your college experience because you're not a regular college boy. The college experience. The college experience, <laughs> but not the college experience. So Dylan actually goes to the Citadel, which is in South Carolina. Yep, South Carolina. South Carolina. And so tell us a little about the Citadel. So how and why did you decide to go there? And if you had to describe the Citadel to someone who has never gone, in a few <laughs> words, or like in a sentence, how like what would you say? All right, so um, I got to a school called the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina. Beautiful school. It's a nice school, but it's not normal <laughs> school. It is a military college, so everyone there is in a military environment. Um, we dress, we dress up, you know, with collared shirts or, you know, like army uniforms and our, uh, army camo patterns and, um, take classes based on like military ethics. And overall, we kind of put on a little show for South Carolina every Friday. That's the basic, basic gist of it. But, um, to describe like in a, like a sentence or two, like someone that's never been there, um, it's a road less traveled. And um, you'll it'll surely be a um, an opportunity of a lifetime. An opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Put him on the brochure. 
<laughs> oh yeah weren't you in like a promotional video too or something like that i saw you were like in a video oh, where they were like shaving your head yeah right? so <laughs> so uh, i so it's the only piece of media i've ever shown up in while I've, is like, that true yeah I, I, have, I haven't been in like the school photographer pictures i showed up in one picture i think that but that was like funny. it was a, an event and like it, they took a picture of like every single group That's but besides that um, so one of the first things they do when you get there, um, so you go, you move into your room, you meet your roommate and then they go and take and like your indoctrination, I guess, like the first thing you do is they take you to the barbershop and they shave your head and they have like a video clip of me, like shaving my head yeah. in the barbershop and you know, everyone looks like having a grand old time in there because <laughs> they are. So do they give you like a nice, like, uh. One to two fade on the sides, <laughs> yeah, or they, uh, like a little bit off the top. Yeah, how so, do they do it? So you sit down in the chair, and they ask you, like, I, right, you know, what, what would you want? And you're like, oh, let me get a medium fade, you know, mm-hmm. just about like half inch on top. And then they take off the guard, and they just go like up, down, <laughs> left, right. So, um, kind of like mowing the lawn, mm. and then uh, you realize you look. The the fun the fun part is um, you're looking in the mirror while this is happening. Oh, so God. you really get to see. Like all your hair just Damn. buzzed away. Do they actually like shape you up, or do they just kind of? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. So I got lucky and I got shaped up because mm. like what happened when he was like buzzing my hair, I stood up and he was like, "Hold on, sit back down. Let me clean you up a little bit." And he got like between the ears and all that stuff. But like other people, like they just gotta get like ninety yeah. percent of the hair off you. So like they'll have like strands of hair that uh, are like just no, still long. No. Yeah, and you're uh. still bald, and it's, it's not. It's not a good look. Was it you that told me a story about, like, some guy that had, like, a big afro or something like that, and they just went right down the middle? Was that you, or was that something else? I mean, I remember. it probably was me, but, like, that probably happens, like, all the time <laughs> over there. Fair enough. We had a we had a kid show up uh, last year who had, like, long hair, like, to his shoulders. And, like, <laughs> I remember, like, seeing his face. Like, he was, like... He told us later he was like he that was the closest he came to quitting like right before <laughs> getting his hair cut. And it was you just can't funny. quit now. I mean, if you have too you, much long hair, you'd be you surprised. You'd be surprised how many people quit after getting their head shaved. It's really it's, it's a lot. Wow! Imagine yeah. you, if you can't even get your head shaved. Imagine actually doing the military stuff. <laughs> like no, that's not for me. <laughs> but you moved on to a good to a good point. So the reason they shave your head. Is because you're going into knob year. So, um, a little bit about knob year is almost like, so the easiest way to explain this is think of it like a frat where like your first year as a freshman, you're like kind of like pledging, I guess, for like the frat. And then this sense, the frat is like the school. The military. (laughs) Yeah, the school itself. So your first year, it's, um, it's like the nine long months. So the first nine months you're on campus, you're considered a, we call them knobs because when we shave their head, they look like doorknobs. And um, yeah, so knob years, you walk around and you basically have like rights of a, you know, gum on the piece of like on the side of the road. And um, yeah, every, everyone that's been there, your upperclassmen could tell you what to do. They could like boss you around and you basically have like little to no rights besides like breathing and maybe sleeping, yeah. which you don't really. So 
there's a, there's a lot of things that um, happen that we can't really talk about <laughs> because they'll probably ban us. But uh, we'll we'll try and tell you what we can because I mean I mean you know, knob is not easy, especially being a knob. But then you also hear these stories about what happens to kids and whatnot, and you're like, mm, where's yeah, the police? <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not too easy. So. Uh, just kind of piggybacking off that. So, what was your experience like? Like, how was it? So, my experience, like they they tell you all these things before you go, and you're like in your head, you're like mentally like, okay, I can handle this. And then you show up for the first day, and you realize you're like, holy shit. <laughs> 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 and then you get, it get, like it hits you like pretty much like there's two parts where it hits you. One where you get your head shaved, and that's like the one that part that everyone sees. And then it's the day that you, the first day when you go to bed and you're lying in bed and you're like, oh, this is real. This is not <laughs> this like is a, my life. now. It's not like a weird dream I'm having. I'm I'm here. I have to go spend the night here and I can't go back home. I remember when you became a knob and you were your parents went with you. Your mom posted a picture on Facebook of you walking up the stairs with your freshly shaved head. I remember that. Yeah. My mom found that on Facebook. Yeah, getting your head shaved is um is an experience. A humbling experience. I, I see experience. TikToks all the time like buzz your hair, that's in style. Been there and done that. No. <laughs> Don't know. do that. Keep your hair. I feel like I'd be afraid to buzz my head only because like what if my head's shaped weird? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what if your head's like yeah, I don't know. Like you have a little like, shaped, dump, yeah. like a little bump on your head or something, or you have like an indent that you don't like even know yeah. about. Streamer with yeah. the head in, the <laughs> oh shaving the, shaving the head is supposed to symbolize like, oh, you're leaving your past life behind. Mm -hmm. So doing that is like, like the person you were is like gone. That's kind of like similar to like even just like a religious standpoint with like baptism. It's like that, it's, but like yeah, it's all yeah, yeah. It, it is bad. It's like a baptism, but like baptism by like kind of I fire. Baptize mm -hmm. you in the name of the army, the navy, and the air force. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Hmm. But um, yeah, and then um, you know, you have your typical days and all that stuff of uh, you know, like you have to wake up early, go work out. How early do you have to wake up? Um, typically I wake up around 5.15 every day and go, and go work out at 5.30, get back to my room roughly 7, 6.30, 7 o'clock, and then, um, kind of start my day at 8 and have my first class around like, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock, depending on the day. That was during Nob year or is this now? This is every day. Oh. Like, this is Nob year <laughs> now, going into next year. Um, but, um, Nob year, you get up just a little bit early and, um, your first week there, it's called... Now, challenge week, but we called it hell week when my year was there. And um, so you go the first two days, you're kind of just learning, like, where everything kind of is and, like, how, like, things kind of operate. And then Monday morning at 4.30 in the morning, they uh, you get, in, um, I guess, like, woken up by – they're called your cadre, and your cadre are basically, like, your, like, frat – like is a pledge matcher your, your pledge master or yeah something? they're basically like your boss yeah bosses and um it's a very lovely experience you know it's it's very like you know happy go lucky time definitely not you know very loud you have no idea what's going on not mean at all and then um that morning they're like you are now basically a freshman of the citadel <laughs> and then all hell breaks loose <laughs> literally <laughs> Like, and then the next week is an absolute grand of a time, an absolute barn buster. Barn buster. 
Yep. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, didn't didn't they, didn't you tell me that they take away your clocks too during Hell Week? Yeah, they take away any type of clock. So like, they take away your phone, your iPad, your laptop. They take away your alarm clocks and like your watches. That way, like you have no idea what time it is. <laughs> yeah. You just wow. exist. That was the worst part. That was the worst part because you'd be in a classroom. And you're like, I have no idea if it's 4.30 or 2.30, that's and like, that's a big difference. That's like psychological torture. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's supposed to be. And, um, yeah, so they take away, like, all forms of communication, time. You're basically, like, you're just on, you're living on the whims of, like, other people. If they want you to eat, you'll go eat. If not, you're just going to stay there. <laughs> it wasn't eating, like, a problem, too. Like, they would force you, like, stare straight. And yeah, only- so over there they, like, they emphasize, like, posture and, like, I guess, mannerisms. And one of the things you have to do is, like, you have to sit in the front three inches of your chair. Your back can't be on the can't be on the back of the chair. Um, you have to, like, square your meals, which is, like, raising a fork to your mouth and back down again. And, like, for each time that you want to eat, you can't look down on your food. You can't talk. You can't request more food. It's you, uh, you just get served whatever, and you're, like... This is what I'm going to eat today. And if you don't eat in time, then what? They take your food away? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, too bad. Oh, well. <laughs> so, and um, just to clarify, I've been on both sides. I've, everyone has. Everyone goes through Nabir, and I was a selected few to be cadre. So, it's, it's, both, it's, it's crazy to see both sides. So. Yeah. And we can get into more on that in a second. But what was one of your, like, biggest struggles – during like just not not during like hell week in general but during navi here like what was one of your biggest struggles so probably the biggest struggle that like anyone could tell you is like sleep so obviously like you're not sleeping a lot you yeah. have to wake up pretty early but um as a knob you're kind of paranoid a little bit because if anyone walks in your room you have to like stand up and greet them mm-hmm. and like basically like you can't like just they can't just like walk in your room and be like oh what's up man like that doesn't happen so Though, like, that whole year, you're kind of paranoid. You can't take a nap. You're not allowed to take a nap throughout the day. And because of that, you're very exhausted, very tired, and you have to kind of, like, dig deep to be like, all right, caffeine is going to be my number one best friend from, like, moving forward. Like, I didn't really drink caffeine before going there, and now I, like, needed to, like, live. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm addicted to caffeine. But, um... The hardest thing for me was definitely, like, the lack of sleep. I got selected for, like, by the Army to do this, like, like kind of, like, fitness program. And every day the every day that we didn't have, like, school PT, uh, the whole school did it, we would have to wake up at 4.45 and be in the gym by, at 5 o'clock. And then we would work out and same thing, you know, be ready by, like, 7.30 each morning. So the like latest I would sleep in was you know five fifteen. Mm. <laughs> that was yeah. and like the latest I would go to bed is like probably like you're not allowed to go to bed until eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> so and even then, if anyone walks in your room past eleven o'clock, a they're not supposed to be there, but b you still have to stand up and greet yeah. them and all that stuff. So I'd be going to bed at like twelve o'clock, waking up at four forty-five regularly, and just being like time to start the day. <laughs> That's and uh, that was definitely the hardest part because you would get to the weekend and sleep for like 18 hours. So, 
you were like naturally exhausted but that's when like you have to push yourself a little bit more interesting so for those that don't know what the citadel looks like so you guys stay in what are they called <laughs> we we so i guess the equivalent of our rooms would be like a dorm building or an apartment building but we call them the the, the barracks. barracks and like if you've never seen it like go look it up but <laughs> it looks like a medieval castle in the middle of, like charleston like it like you'll see like normal houses normal houses white stone and just like medieval castle looking buildings and you're <laughs> like this looks so out of place like you ever heard of those like you know renaissance fairs where they like yeah, pop up yeah. it looks like we're having like one permanent renaissance fair over there and then you're as yeah we're in like the middle of charleston i remember when i went down there with your parents um i didn't know what to expect but it actually looks really cool it, it's bigger than i thought actually i take that back it's smaller than i thought yeah it's actually, really small it's smaller than i thought but the tiles is like it's like red and white tiles and then each barrack hat is split into four um what are they called four uh, companies four companies so then you're in bravo i'm in bravo yep so each company has like their own little like nickname thing Right. Yeah. So yours is Bravo Beach. Yeah. So why is why is it Bravo Beach? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, we were just told that when we showed up, like, we're the beach because <laughs> yeah. we're Bravo, and we were like, "All right, we're gonna roll with that." that I, it's it's weird. Like, it's basically like imagine getting selected to a frat, but it's completely random, and then you're gonna make that frat. It's like Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, but you don't get to choose. My mom wanted me to be in November because what? my birthday is in November. Oh, yeah. And like um I got lucky cuz one of my best friends over there, he's in Delta, which is like literally across my like the like rooms. So like ever whenever like I have a question about something or I want to hang out with him, like I could just walk there. Like, it's not, nice, nice. it's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. So, and you'll get, you get to know, like, a bunch of people, like, especially, like, after Nobier, like, you get to meet, like, the seniors, the juniors, and the sophomores, like, way more in depth and, like, yeah. actually get to see the human side it's of it. It's got to be, like, a bonding experience since you're all going through, like, the same thing. Well, it, and that's the cool thing. So, like, everyone from the senior that, like, the seniors that, like, just graduated, like, a couple weeks ago to, like, the freshmen that are coming in, like, Mm, two or three months everyone goes through the same process yeah so we all have that that shared kind of bond that like makes the school the school mm -hmm. and it's cool it's just you know like it's not for the faint of heart you mm -hmm. know you can't yeah like i'm not saying it's not going to be easy it's, it's it's like there's some days that are like all right you know you got the hang of it and other days that are really going to push you down to the dumps but you know as long as you kind of power through it you know yeah i think anyone could do that so at the end of your knob year, you have something called rec day. Yeah. Correct. So what is rec day? Like what? It, like what's the significance and what happens after rec day? Like what? What's that whole thing? So rec day is what after nine months, rec day is almost like the selection day in like a typical frat or like a college, and we, it's called recognition day. And we base the knobs or at the time. Um, they go through this, like the whole day going through class, you know, as normal. And then roughly around three o'clock when classes end, they come back to the barracks and then they have basically like two hours, three hours of like physical training, kind of like team bonding 
it's kind of hard. It's, it's hot. It's like a lot of physical work. You're running everywhere. You're out of breath, and um, it doesn't seem to end. And at the end of it, they um, they play the same song. The uh, they they we uh we have bagpipes when you're when you become a knob, and they play the same bagpipes the second before you become recognized or like no longer a knob. And then they get on the intercom and they're like, "You're no longer a knob, essentially." And, <laughs> you're and not it, a human it's being. over. <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, that was." Something. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember I went up there to s- see your rec day. <laughs> and he saw me sucking wind everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, though, because as a spectator, I mean, you get to see everything that goes on. So it's like a whole event. It's kind of like a like a sporting event almost. There's a ton of people there. Yeah. They might not even be like parents of the kids. It's just people there watching from Charleston. There's, there's alumni that come that like have like – they have no one there that like is like family and they'll just come and watch it because yeah. like it's an event. Yeah. So whole bunch of people there. It was nice though because I got to walk around and see the campus. I saw the mascot, but um we'll talk about that in a second. But the whole rec day experience is like I don't know, it was crazy cuz you guys would you guys ran in from your barracks to this field. Yeah, so we run we ran from the barracks to the football field. I remember getting to the football field, like, already out of breath. And I was like, <laughs> this isn't really going to go well, is it? And then you, uh, there's, like, different stations. And each station is, like, pretty hard. And you need to do it like a buddy or, like, basically, like, your class, right? Yeah. So in my case, I'm the class of 25. And the class of 22, 23, and 24 were all helping us get through it, mm-hmm. right? And it's, like, all the upperclassmen that, like, bitched you out all year are now, like, kind of, like, encouraging you to, like, keep going because you're almost done. Yeah. And um, one of the worst stations we did was, um, like, we get to this, like, tire-flipping station, and it was like, all right, and, like, this one upperclassman that I look up to, um, he takes, like, three of us, right, and we were, like, his favorite, and he brings us to the side and made us do, like, burpees for, like, oh, ten yeah, minutes I straight. <laughs> and it was I like, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I don't deserve this at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it was exhausting. And, um, yeah, it's hot. Everyone's sweating. It was bad that yeah. day. <laughs> like, it's you don't stand con- still for, like, two hours straight. It's constant. And you're, like, yelling everywhere. So, like, there's not a second you have of, like, all right, five-minute break, guys. Yeah. Like The no. only way you got water was you had, a like, a camel pack on yeah, your Yeah, we had a camel back. And, like, but, yeah, um, I didn't clean my camel back, so everything that came out of there was a mold. Oh, so God. I just I could not drink water for like the whole event, and it sucked. But it was fun. It was like that was like the greatest fun I've ever had, like ever. Like it was crazy. I remember, I remember there was one station where they had like a giant log, and they're carrying it on their shoulders, and they have to go back and forth on each shoulder. Yeah. Okay. And then they would sw- like, after doing that for like a solid ten to fifteen minutes, they'd switch again. And the next station, they would have to crawl under each other while holding a plank. And then they would have to crawl under when they were the last person to go to the front of the line. They did that for like another ten. To that burns your triceps. You wouldn't believe like being in like a forward position like that. Like after like five minutes, you're like I I, I, I you're like you you would want to do a push up because like you just you're begging to move at that point. Yeah. And then after that station, uh, there was the the carrying station where you put someone on your on your shoulders, yeah, and you carried them, or you would have to carry them like 
from the back. Yeah, like like a like a dead man drag. Yeah, like a dead man drag. There was another station where you had these like dumbbells and you were carrying them around. Oh no, these the ammo boxes. Oh, yeah, like these ammo boxes. I'm glad you remember this because I I don't remember a lot from that (laughs) day. I just remember being exhausted. (laughs) There's these, and I was like, when is this gonna end? The ammo ammo boxes. You would carry them around. You would do like a little lap or something, and you come back, and then somebody else would go. Uh, There was a push-up station. I remember that. And then after all that was done, after you went through every station once, you're not done yet. You would go like you would stay with your. Your, your company your company then they would each leave like in according to their company to then go run for like what was it, like three miles no five? it's so it's one lap around the school which is oh, like okay. 1.5 miles ish right it's not particularly long compared to like what we typically run yeah but you do and that it's and it's it is not fast like we're running like 11 12 minute pace the problem is you're so exhausted and out of breath that you yeah. feel like you're running like four no, miles yeah, a minute, be bad. and you're like hyperventilating. You're like, I'm not gonna make it, and then you take another two steps. And you're like, All right, I'm not gonna make it, and then you take <laughs> no, another two steps, no. and then you find yourself back in the barracks where you started. And you're like, How did I even get back here? Yeah. And then when you get back, you think you're done, and then you're not. <laughs> so we have a tradition called a class set, and um, so. You take your class year, so in my case, I'm class of 25, and you add 100, and that's 125, and that's how many push-ups you have to do at the end of all this. I got to about 60, and then I needed help. So when you, when you get back, your senior mentor, when you get there as a knob, you have a senior, like, kind of guide you through these things, and your senior mentor, take like, takes a towel, and when it, you do as many as you can, and then after a while, they're going to help you, like, do them, and they'll take the towel and kind of like, almost like deadlift kinda like you. Pull you up a little bit. Yeah, and to help you get to like 125, because like realistically, like no one could do 125. Yeah. It's like physically impossible. So, or I mean, you could if you're Unless just a you're stud. Like that guy. <laughs> you're a stud. Well, I've seen people do it. I wouldn't but be like, surprised. But um, yeah, and then at the end, you're pretty much done after that. But yeah, it's a it's a process. It's a long day, but it's a fun day. Like, can't lie, I. I kind of miss it. I mean, I did it last. I did it this past year too with the uh, class of twenty six. But it's not the same as like actually, actually being yeah. yeah. Not. And then at the very end of all that, when you're done with your pushups, you wait for everybody to finish, right? And then you all kind of crawl towards your company's flag, which is in the middle of middle of the battalion. Yeah. And then you recite what is it called? The cadet prayer. The cadet prayer. So. They drill, they, they drill that into you from day one, right? Like, they want you to remember that? We were, I, I was told to start learning it, like, two weeks before. Even before getting there? Some people, see, and that's the cool thing about the Citadel. Like, like I've heard some people saying, like, you need to know this since the second you've got, you get there. Mm-hmm. T- to, like, oh, make sure you learn this by the end of the week because you're going to have to say it. So, like, you don't have, to, there's, like, no, like, rhyme or reason, like, you have to do it on this day, but it has to get done. Like, it's it, it would be like really embarrassing if you like didn't know the prayer on that day. You were just like, oh, I'm finally done. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like one thing after another. It's like, and another thing. Like, it's like it's like when you're listening to music and you don't really know the words. You're kind of just mumbling. And it's, you're no, like listening to the other people dude, say it. We got to that. We got there and we screamed it. Like we all knew the, we all knew the words to it. None of us like like pretended not to know it. We all knew it. And but, then after all of that, you line up. Yeah. Brace. And for those that don't know what bracing is, it's when you, it's kind of like you put your shoulders like, yeah. So it's like, back and it's, so bracing is basically like you roll your shoulders back, you put your chin to like as far down as you can, and you basically just look straight. Your arms like don't move your side, and you look like, oh, like, what are those things called? A nutcracker. You basically look, <laughs> you, you look stupid. I'm not doing it. Cause I've done that enough, but it's <laughs> like, it's supposed to feel like a little humiliating every time you do it. And, um, yeah, you and brace for the final time. They play the bagpipes. You're done. you're done. And you can release from your brace, but you had to brace the whole knob here. Yeah. So y- you brace anytime there's an upperclassman in your room, you're outside. And that's about it. So when you're walking. You don't, when you don't, you don't, well, if you're in the barracks, like in your dorm rooms. Well, not when, not in your dorm room, but like when you're outside. Not when you're walking around campus. Really? But no, you don't brace there. Really? No. Oh. But nice. you do walk at roughly 140 paces per minute. That's what I remember. <laughs> you don't you have to have your arms out? Yeah, you're like swinging your arms. Yeah, so, you so like, like there's not a single second oh you're like God. relaxed. Yeah. Besides maybe going to bed at night. Even then. Even then. Even then. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, if anyone comes in your room, you got to brace. If you're inside the dorm rooms, you got to brace. And other than that, I mean, you're just walking like you're late to something. I don't remember a lot of stories you told me from, like, Nabir, but there's one in particular that I still find funny is when people have to go up the stairs and yeah. how they stop you yeah. as a knob. So, like, so, how do <laughs> So, the school makes it as inconvenient as you can for being a freshman and um one of the things they do is they put all the freshmen on the fourth floor there's four floors it doesn't matter who's on the first three but the freshmen are always on the first floor and fourth uh, floor or the, first floor? For, uh, the fourth okay. and um so every time you walk up or run up the stairs you have to like you get in the hole you look up and you run up the stairs and you do that for each floor and if anyone's on the stairs you got to go down to like whatever floor you were just on and then be like, oh, do I have permission to go up your stairs, sir? And if they say no, go back down to the first floor, you're going back down to the first oh floor. It doesn't matter if you're on the fourth. It doesn't matter if you're still on second. Like, no, you're going back down. Wasn't there a story about how they put a box on the stairs for somebody? Yeah. What was that? So as a freshman, you have to stay basically like on a particular side of like the hallway and um, this guy couldn't get it, so they took a cardboard box, and they're like, you're going to stand in that for the next 30 minutes until you learn to stay on your side. <laughs> and uh, humiliation is one hell of a teacher because yeah. uh, he didn't mess that up anytime soon. I wouldn't either if I had to stand in a box for 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Or when um, you uh, that first morning going back to your room after, uh, like, hell morning, and you're trying to go back to your room, you've, you you you're trying to go back up and you see someone you're like they're like what's my name and you've never seen that person ever in your life you're like 
uh, sir, and then they just send you back downstairs. <laughs> That's like literally all you say. I would know because I've done it too. I've, I've sent kids back yeah. downstairs. What's my name? Uh, 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 no. <laughs> back down for you. I've had a kid once called me Rodriguez, and I like flipped, flipped, <laughs> oh that. I flipped that on him because I was like, you just assumed I was some like generic Hispanic. And he was like, sir. I was like, no, you're going back down to f- like first. And we were on the third division, oh our third floor. God. So like, yeah, he, he had a while to go back up. Oh my, oh my God. Yeah. But I mean, overall, your Nabiers, like what, what's some stuff you learned like from your experience? Well, I learned a lot about my college major. Um, I got a lot of opportunities with um, cyber and um, cyber security and all that stuff. I met a lot of good people, a lot of good professors. I learned a lot, and um, it's like really, I'm like really kind of like leap, like leapfrogging off of that to like you know my sophomore year and now upcoming junior year, and I'm really happy about like where I'm at academically, um, physically. I mean, I'm pretty happy, pretty satisfied. Um, I know a lot of people over there, and um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better experience. I yeah. I love it as much as it does suck. It it is like very enjoyable. It's very rewarding if you stick it out like anything in life. So probably helps your mindset too, right? It does. Like it gets you in a good mindset. Yeah. You know, kind of like to like work hard. You know, hard work kind of pays off. So don't be a lazy bones. Yeah, don't be lazy. Yeah, but now. Now moving into your third year of college, how has your experience been so far? Like your second year, and now going into your third year, like what are some of your goals? Like, what do you want to? Where do you see yourself at the end of your third year? So, each year doesn't. So after like nine year, you're not done yet. You don't get a college degree. You don't graduate. You still got three more years or two, depending if you're graduating early. So there's still a lot you could do. One thing that the school does is they have a ranking system, and in that ranking system, you basically go out and you apply for a job around the school. And um, if you get it, like you now have like more responsibilities on like what to do. So last year I was a just a squad corporal, and uh, I was just in charge of like like five kids, making sure like they were okay, they were doing good academically physically mentally okay. and you just go around and you it's really easy uh, but like each year your like your jobs get harder so next year going into year three i'll be the human affairs nco <laughs> so i'm in charge of making sure that everyone's like mentally okay if anyone feels like down or like depressed they i could get them the right like resources and Get him in contact with the right people. Is he like a therapist? I'm basically the company therapist. I'm the, I'm the therapist for a hundred people. So that's um, the good part of it. And then you have the bad part where it's like, like the the whiny complainers that actually don't have anything. To yeah, that like, happens. I don't. I'm so sad. Yeah, Why? I'm. I'm not. I'm not like. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna hear their problems out. But next year, if a knob comes up to me and he's like. <laughs> They're yelling at me. I'll be like, that sucks. Go back home. <laughs> Especially it's kind of fun now that, like, when you get older, right, like, you're going to see, like, okay, as a freshman, everyone's the same, right? As a sophomore, everyone's more or less doing the same job if you get a job. Now the jobs are, like, way more specialized. So, like, my best friend, my, my old roommate, he's going to be um, – they're, like, the like main junior in charge of, like, all the freshmen. Oh, all the freshmen. So he's going to be causing, like, 
he's going to be making their lives you know hell on earth while I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hear stories like Mr. So and So is so mean, and be like, "No, he's actually nice. Go back out there. <laughs> like, go back out there. Yells at you again. Yeah. I understand. But um, yeah, it gets. There's more jobs, more opportunities. Um, you know, in each year, like it's funny. Like your first year is hard, but it's you're probably your easiest year as well because you're told everything you need to do. Yeah. After that, you gotta just kind of figure it out. And, like, no one tells you, like, oh, how do I actually, like, live and operate there as, like, a normal person. So you, like, you, you have to, like, re-figure it out again. And you got to, like, design your schedule, like, not being a knob. And, like, oh, I actually have free time. What do I do in my free time? Do I sleep? Do I take a nap? Do I work out? And yeah. It's definitely interesting. A lot. It gets a lot of people. That like, it's a little hiccup, like a, like a sophomore slump, essentially. And, um... Everyone goes through a little hiccup for, like, the first, like, two, three months there until they figure out, like, they get into another groove. So yeah. I mean, mm. you go from being told what to do all the time. To being just, like, left alone. Yeah. And it's, like, it's really weird because you don't know anything else, especially how the schools run. Like, there's, like, certain times and places, like, you would need to be at. Yeah. So it's, like, it's going from, you know, like, they take the training wheels off, and it's like, all right, go ride. Very abruptly <laughs> take the training wheels off. Just, all right, bye. Yeah. But um, very interesting. Just, it's weird seeing how you go from do this, do that, to, all right, now you can be your Yeah, like, no no one cares, like, what you do. Like, uh, it's it's weird. Um, so did you have anybody that, like, helped you along the way or any role models that you looked up to while you were there like yeah upperclassmen that helped you yeah so I, I have a lot of them like there's definitely been a lot like even from the very beginning like when I got my senior mentor and all that stuff like he's helped me a lot you know him and his roommates because I you know he lived in a four-person room so him and his roommates they helped me kind of like have fun you know learn a little constant tips and tricks um you know, things like that. Like, I remember they, like, didn't really get to talk to us until, like, pretty much, like, act after, like, October. And then they started to, like, get to know us, like, way more in depth. And um, they, they like, out of the five they had, they, like, really liked three of us. And, like, we were invited to go to their room and, like, kind of hang out, watch them, like, watch, like, watch movies and just chill out. Uh, we had a Christmas party in there. We got a live, oh, nice. we got a live tree. And, um, they let you get one. Yeah, we uh, we got one for them, and we just we, we like watered it every day. And they didn't. They they loved it. Um, yeah, we did a we had we had like a mini Thanksgiving dinner with them. It was it's fun. So definitely look up to them, and then other people along the way. You know they'll come in, and though you always have someone to look up to over there, even like your own classmates or like maybe even like some of the like younger guys mm-hmm. too. So. Definitely, like, you, like you're you're gonna have a lot of role models. I know I'm probably role models for other people, and I look up to other people for real, like what to do and yeah. how to act. So it's like a never like the greatest resource over there isn't like the diplomats, the people. Mm-hmm. So exactly, I think you could say that for pretty much anywhere though. Like even USF, it's like yeah, you can have a degree, but if you aren't like. For example, if you're an engineer and you don't know how to work with people, yeah. all you have is a piece of paper that says, I know a lot of math. Yeah. You know people, though. <laughs> like, how does that help you? Or especially in, like, film. Yeah, I know. Like, if you, yeah, I It's all about connection. It's also just, like, 
learning to be like social yeah too like a lot of that you have to go to college and kind of learn that mm-hmm. yeah college is like the academic part but then the social part comes from i i think more so your connection yeah college yeah. is the time to grow in my opinion like this is like all right high school is very linear like you know yeah you have different like people and different ways to like behave and act and all that stuff but like like after like after a high school graduates like everyone's kind of like pretty much on equal terms they do their you know, own thing they do their own thing like it, that's like you're really time to like figure out like what do i really like what mm-hmm. i want to do yeah you know what goals do i want to achieve so de- you definitely want to go out and like really like figure yourself out and i think like the citadel is like one of the greatest places you could like go and really like find out what you're made of and yeah. every year like there's a challenge like it's not just knob year. It's like, all right, can I prove myself like mentally? Can I grow spiritually? Can I grow physically? Can I try to get all A's or get dean's list this semester? Like, there's no, there's never like a, all right, you're done. You could just you know, take whatever. the semester yeah. off. Yeah. Like, you're always pushed to like, kind of go for more mm-hmm. to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Citadel's not all bad. I mean, you you hear stories about you know kids crying or. Uh, I'm working so hard, like, I get no sleep, blah, blah, blah. But then they also have, like, this type of stuff. Like, it's a balance. And I know you guys also have, like, um, shining parties, and then you have, it's like, the smoking joke yeah. and all that. Yeah, so we have we have different things at school that, are like, the school recognizes that, like, it's still a college at the end of the day. So, like, we do have fun events. Like, Rec Day, I would consider it, is a pretty fun event. Um, Sounds like... Uh, what are those field? It sounds like a field day on crack. It's like yeah, it's a, it's basically a really intense field day, and um, we have other things like the day before we go home for Thanksgiving break, we have a thing called the smoking joke, and um, we make these like kind of funny hats for everyone, and everyone um gets to go outside tell jokes about each other. It's typically <laughs> the, it's typically the freshmen that tell jokes about the upperclassmen, and um, yeah, you go and you get good food. You get to talk to the upperclassmen for the first time normally. And um, it's, like, a really good, like, wrap-up right before you leave for, like, Thanksgiving break. Um, depending on, like, what your company's doing, you can have a Christmas party. I know we've been doing Christmas parties for a while now, and they're fun. You know, we do, like, a Secret Santa. Um, you get different things. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, a school-organized event. Like, every Friday, every second Friday sometimes we have, like, a movie night where we stay in and we'll watch a movie like in like a big room or something like that it's like fun things like that you know Mm -hmm. like you said at the end of the day it's still college you guys yeah Yeah, we're not all like you know all work no play you're not just like a contract piece of paper like yeah we own you now so we have our fun yeah um moving on from like school though I mean it's obviously still about the Citadel but like I know on Fridays you guys have something called parade yeah. So what is what is parade? What is that? In ever, uh, so if you ever watch like the Macy's Day Parade and they just like walk around the street, that's essentially what we do. We so every Friday right around three thirty, we go outside on this giant like parade deck. We in stand. The of the we stand there and do I don't know some random thing, whatever we're doing that Friday, and um, they're like, "All right, this is it's like a tourist event, right?" Yeah. So we march, we march there. We march back into our rooms, and they're like, "They said I was like, look how cool we are." <laughs> <laughs> they're basically just showing you off. Like, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Look at him. And then, uh, yeah, we go back to our rooms and then we start our weekend. And it's. That's about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. To I, put it in perspective, like to, like to visualize it, think about a big, long grass field. And on the sides of those fields is like the, um, the what are they called again? Why am I blanking on the name? Where you where you stay? The buildings. The grass? No, no, <laughs> the grass. <laughs> the buildings you stay in. Oh, the barracks. The barracks. So it's the it's the long uh, area of grass, and then the barracks are right next to them, so that when they walk out of their front gate of the barracks, they can just walk right onto the field. So then on the field, because I remember when I went and I watched, they all come out according to their company and then according to their barrack, like depending on how far away their barrack is from the starting point. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they line up, they have their flag bearer at the front, they hold their flag for their respective company, they line up and they do little, um, like, it's like a parade and sometimes they, when we went, they had the Jeep. Yeah, so, so we, we, <laughs> we bring out the Jeep for, like, fancy parades. <laughs> like, if it's, like, a big event, like, rec day weekend, or, like, we did one, we did a Jeep one for, um, uh, it's not, Veterans. Yeah, Veterans yeah. Day. Oh, yeah. So, we, do, like, the, when the Jeep comes out, it's, like, typically a very important one. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, they have to wear a specific uniform for every, like, for the parade. So you have like the all white uniform. Yeah, that's an, I like that one. I like that one too. I think it looks clean. Is but isn't it also like very hot? That one isn't, but the other ones are. Isn't don't you have a wool one? Too? <laughs> yeah, we have an all wool uniform. Oh, I hate wearing that thing. Now the all it has wool an one. it has an insulator too in it. So like if it's like anything above seventy five degrees, you are like sweating underneath it. Yeah. So they have those. And I remember when we went, it was hot that day. Like, I don't even know. I thought it was cold. That day? <laughs> that day was hot. <laughs> I was right. like, oh, my All God. All right, if you don't know, Charleston is located, like, in a swamp. So it is, like, like hot. Yeah. It is very humid. More humid than Florida. Florida gets hot and a little humid, right? So South Carolina is, like, right between two swamps. So, you like, you walk outside and, like, you start sweating and you feel like you're like swimming half the time. <laughs> <laughs> they had a thing. The first time I went there, I found out about this. They had a, they have a thing in South Carolina called black flag environment when it's an environment above 105 degrees. And I never heard about that after living in Florida for like 18, 19 years. I never knew yeah. black flag was a thing until going to South Carolina. And that's Cause it gets hot. It gets hot. Is that like a thing they put in the area? Like yeah, you, black flag so weather? You, so no, yeah, they, they sent out an announcement. Like you'll get an announcement on your like, weather's at the like, black, fa black flag advisory. <laughs> black flag incoming. Yeah. And it's like, you'll get it and you'll be like, what? Like, I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, what does that mean? And I like pointed, pointed my phone to someone. I was like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, it just means it's like really hot. I was like, you get an advisory for like hot? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, man. Like that just means like, hey, don't you know, go outside of, like for a long period of time. Yeah, you're going to have a, sh you know, you're gonna die. And then yeah, and then like you know like the flagpole where you put you put like the United States flag. They put black. Flag they put a black flag, flag underneath oh it because they're like, yo, it's hot. Go inside or something. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. I'm, I'm. I mean, you live. We live in Florida, so it's hot, but not that hot. Yeah. It's not. It's more so hot than humid, like you said. So we never get anything like that. 
Yeah. We don't like, even, you ever been, yeah. like, like next to, like, a body of water and you can feel it, like, like when it rains and you stand on the side of the road and you could feel, like, the heat rising? Yeah. That's what it constantly feels like in South Carolina, <laughs> right? Like, even when it doesn't rain. So, like, it, it really gets to you. And um, it's hot. No, it's yeah. – when we went, it wasn't terrible, but it was still pretty hot. That was, like, one of the colder days. <laughs> One of the colder days. I guarantee you that day, it had to be in, like, the 80s to 90s, the day that we went, or the days that we went. There's some days that you'll go out for a parade, it's, like, 90 degrees, and you're like, oh, boy. Yeah, and yeah. you during parade, you have to stand there, and when you're in parade, you hold a rifle. Yeah. Some people hold rifles, and you're holding your rifle out like this, and now imagine you're holding it like that, like, straight out, straight-armed, right in front of you. And it's 90 degrees outside, super humid, and you're trying not to move or shake. And you're out there for, like, 30 minutes, like, to an hour. Yep. It's awful. And then you Parades are fun to watch, not fun to be in. Exactly. You told me one time that sometimes the Jeep, because the Jeep (laughs) is so old, that it'll break down halfway through the (laughs) So this actually happened this past year. It was, like, one of the last parades we did, and, um... I was on guard, so I wasn't in the parade, but I was watching it. You're so lucky. And, um, yeah, the like, the Jeep just, like, malfunctioned, oh like, halfway God. through. So they had to, like – so they were just standing there for, like, an extra, like, 20, 15 minutes because, like, they were like, well, Jeep's not starting. That yeah. happened when I went, too. They started driving, and there was a – Oh, it, it, slowed, was like, it slowed down or something mm-hmm. like that. I remember. I was like, oh, God. And there was, real, there was these, like – I don't know who they were, but they were important people because they had a lot of medals and stuff on them, and they were in the back of the Jeep, and there's just – I, I kind of felt better because it was this kid. One of the Citadel kids, he was driving the Jeep, and it breaks down. He's just like – you can see in his face, like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 it broke down. Yeah, this is my I one a, job. I, had a, I have a friend who, um, like, basically, like, drove the Jeep uh, this past year. And, like, they basically tell him, like, yeah, you just got to figure it out. At the <laughs> oh, is that, like, a special privilege to drive the Jeep or is that? Yeah, job? so the highest-ranking junior gets to drive the Jeep. Okay. That's pretty cool. While the highest-ranking senior gets to ride with the person with on the, the person? back. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's who the other person was. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because, like, they, them two, they work together. Oh, Okay. Yeah. I, I I just imagine it breaks down. They both kind of just turn around and stare at each other like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, I remember when that happened, and I just started laughing in my head. I was like, oh, God, they're going to be out there for a while. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing you can really do. You're just kind of Yeah, there. you just have to, like, stand there and be like, like how well. Do, you, do they have to fix it, or does someone come on the field and fix it? I don't remember seeing anyone, like, like come on the They field. just basically, like, just like, just like, all right, turn it on, turn it off again. And that's uh, how it <laughs> works. They might open the off switch? It's a, I don't know, essentially. I don't know, like, when they when they fix it, they basically just, like, let it cool down for, like, five, ten minutes and then turn it on again and start God. working. But Is that thing a stick shift? It's pretty old. I think so. It it's has to be. be. It has to be. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's like a 1940s Jeep, so, like, yeah. it's got to be, like, stick It's like shift. the Jeep from – you remember the Jeep guy from Cars? Yeah. The military yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's literally oh, what yeah. it is. That's oh, the yeah. Jeep that it is. <laughs> so – but overall, it was pretty fun. Um, let's see. We got like two more questions. So, how I know that you had one of your friends, like one of your role models, who was really helping you with your faith and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I know that over there at um, the Citadel, they have church. They literally have a church right across from the field. So, you're Catholic. So, how has your faith overall helped you, like, get through? 
this experience? So I would say like faith, like is very important over there. You're going to have a lot of days, especially as a knob, but even after that, and that's what the part that no one tells you that like things are going to feel like very bleak or like, Oh God, am I going to graduate on time? Am I going to graduate at all? Or like things are getting hard. Things are getting overwhelming. Right. So having like a good, like faith background is like really important over there. And, um, I like a lot of people use that as like almost like a, like a cornerstone or a centerpiece when it comes to like their time over there. And, um, for me, it's very important because like I could always rely on it. Some days I'll be sick and I can't rely on like my physical strength or, you know, like, oh, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing in the classroom. So I can't always rely on that, but I could always rely on my faith to kind of get me through things. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to me. And, um, I had a good idea of faith and like, you know, a good sense of like, you know, faith alone. But like this past like semester, I met someone like one of my role models and, um, he really helped me kind of figure out like the person I kind of want to, like, I really want to be like in every aspect, but most importantly in faith. And, um, he taught me a lot and, um, yeah, like can't say enough good things about him. He's like one of the best people I've ever met. You know, he's, He's got a lot of ideas, guys. He's got a lot of teachings, um, and funny enough, he's he's non-denominational, so you know, it's not like ah, Catholic. You know, he's totally down with it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's he's great. He's a great guy. Can't recommend can't recommend like anything. You know, he's 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 great. You know, great man. He's just overall a very knowledgeable person. He's a very knowledgeable person, and um, yeah, faith is very important over there. But, um, yeah, we have, like, church services, like, every Sunday, and we have, like, Bible meet, like, we call them, like, religious meetings, like, every Monday and Thursday. So it's not like, you know, we don't, we, we don't neglect that part yeah. of, like, people's faith a lot. And, yeah. I remember you told me, and I remember seeing, because it's a cathedral, it's like a mini cathedral. It's very nice on the inside. Um, they have different services for the different denominations. So they have like Catholic service, but then before that they'll have like non-denominational service and then Baptist service. Do they have like other religion services? I know over there, like the main ones that most people go to. So there's a Catholic one, Mm -hmm. right? And then there's the different like, you know, Protestant ones. Like there's like BCM or like, like other other ones that I can't Baptist really think of. Or, yeah, Baptist. Or, uh, what's it called? Methodist. Methodist. Yeah, non-denominational is one too, or evangelicalist. And um, but I would say like the one that like doesn't really get mentioned as much. There's like a small but very strong like Jewish community over there. Really? And yeah, and they go into town to go to, like what is, is there, it? Uh, they go to synagogue. Synagogue. Yeah, and um, yeah. So Charleston is known as a holy city, and um. There's a lot of churches and religions in there. So, like, you're bound to find, like... Somewhere. Somewhere to worship. There's a rule where you can't build... You can't build a building taller than the tallest, like... Um, tallest church in town. Really? Yeah. I like that. I don't I don't know, like, the exact number. Like, how high they, they can pass. But, like, they can't... Pa- like, if you're building it, like, let's say, an apartment complex... You can't pass that church steeple. <laughs> what if they just tore down every church and just had like a little tiny church? You can't build it higher than that little church. <laughs> yeah, everything. There's small. there's there's old churches. One of the 
one of the church I go to is um, it's been there since like 1906 or something. That's like that. in that one in the Citadel, or is it no? One? The one in the Citadel has been there f- 1930 something like that. Oh okay, yeah. No, but th- I think that's really cool. One thing about Charleston I will say is it's very, it's very nice, like looking, like the architecture. It's walkable. <laughs> it's what? It's walkable. Yes, it's walkable. You don't. You can Uber, not. but you don't need a walk. You can walk, and that's the nice part. Yeah, it's very. Uh, it's just very uh, aesthetically pleasing when you're there, and even just, just random r- regular buildings even look nice. And it's like, oh, it's got a vibe to it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's just got the special vibe, and it's very like chill. And I don't know. It's just I like it. It's yeah. very nice. Yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. It's different from like Tampa. Yeah, you come to Tampa, especially and, like nowadays with Tampa like growing and all that stuff. It's yeah. it's a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the vibe of Charleston a lot more than I do of Tampa. It's just I don't know. It feels more like homebody yeah. type of vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's that. And, but the thing with Charleston is there's not a lot to do in Charleston besides like eat food. But some of the <laughs> yep. food they have there is fire. Like Great. when we went, I don't know, you weren't with us, but we went to this taco place. With the, the, the mascot or the Oh the, the Taco logo. Boy? Yeah, Taco Boy. Yeah. I go there like all the time. I know. <laughs> it that that was like one of some of the best tacos I've had. I go <laughs> to this one restaurant called Most Cross Town Tavern. Oh, it's it's great. It's like literally like point two five miles away, like right out of Citadel? Yeah, straight shot out of one of the gates, right through the park. And um you go there and it's like right on the like kind of like the sketchy part of town <laughs> and they have a like a little sign that's like the good part of the bad part of town that's funny. and it is great they have like they have it's really good food low price really good they have like literally any beer you could think of like on tap um and their happy hour prices apply to food as well that's why I go. <laughs> the sketchy places always have the best food. It is great. No, <laughs> they always have the best food. Plus, places. if you go to the Citadel, you're bound to meet like another guy that went to the Citadel or go is going to the yeah. Citadel. There, it's it's a great place. It's just like there's typical like Citadel hang spots. Is that there? is like, one. That's one of them. That's one of them. Which is kind of funny because like it's like the the good bad or the the good bad. Part it's, of like, town. it's like it's like it's like. One of those, like, it's, like, right there. You'll see it. It's, like, a neon sign. And you're, like, wow, it's Moe's. And then, like, sketchy neighborhood right behind it. <laughs> and you're, like, we're not parking there. <laughs> we're going to walk. Yeah. I, so. feel, I feel like because of the Citadel, like, um, culture has moved to that building. I feel like is it technically still part of the bad part of town? Or is just no. the bad part of town shrunk a little bit past the building? <laughs> It's like literally like the borders is the building. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like though, that whole that whole street is the bad part of town. And then it like we go around it and then we keep going. That's like Lock Street here. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but um yeah, no, great place. Uh there's a couple like places when I go with my parents, they love getting brunch. There's a lot of brunch places there too. There's a lot of barbecue places. Um yeah, there's a lot of good food. The South knows how to cook. Yeah. I want to go back so I can eat more. I only had, fa- I had, I almost said fat boy. I almost had taco boy. Yeah. That's all I had. Not and yet. then we went to the one place. What was it? Like Italian or something? Something like that. It was in a, it was in a plaza. You remember? No. We went to go eat there with your parents. 
I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we went there. Probably good food. It was, it was all right. I enjoyed uh, it. But um, there is one thing that the Citadel doesn't have. Women. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Oh, it's very just not little, though. Very little. Which is like, is it weird going to like an all, not all boy, because there are, there are it, girls there, so, but... Uh, let me expand on this. So, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> so obviously, since it's a military academy, there's a large amount of you know guys that go yeah, to school versus yeah. girls. So I think it's like a 75 percent boys. Yeah, okay. versus girls. I think that number has been like kind of like fluctuates, fluctuates from like seventy five to seventy to like sixty seven or something like that. But um, yeah, it's mainly dominated by guys over there. And um, it's weird, and it's a it's like a blessing and a curse because, <laughs> a you don't have to deal with that, like any drama, but b it is you know, lonely. It's very lonely. <laughs> you got your guy friends, and you got like that's about it. You know. I just think it's funny how the Citadel is a mostly boys school, and then you have the College of Charleston, which is like not too far yeah, away. Yeah, it's just a complete the, girls. The school. College yeah. of Charleston has a sixty-five percent uh, girls to guy ratio. So it's like 65%, 30, 30, or like whatever. Do the math. Uh, yeah, 35. but, um, yeah, 35%. But, um, yeah, it's really weird. One thing I don't like about it is I still have to wear pants when I walk outside to go to the bathroom, but whatever. What do you mean by that? Well, when I wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night and I'm wearing boxers, I have to put on shorts <laughs> just, really? in, just in case. Just in case anyone is outside. <laughs> if anyone's outside, ah. So... It is what it is. That's like it's like a very small inconvenience, but like other than that, I mean like there's not much to it, you know. It's just like mainly, you know, mainly dominated by guys over there. Um, the girls, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them are all right. Some of them are cool people to be around. You know, they're very smart. They're very educated. They've definitely earned their way being there. I just would not want to. Yeah, <laughs> really indulge. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fair. I feel because the way you've said it before is like a lot of them are like tomboys or like yeah. mainly women, and you're well, like, yeah. well, no. Like <laughs> I, there's this one girl, like like props are super motivated. You know, loves to work out. Good things to have, but like she could rival like David Goggins and like her motivation. <laughs> Like it'll be like a Sunday at five thirty, and she's up, and I'm like, what? "Go back to bed, please." You walk into the gym, she's there, like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" She's how's it going? I once seen her <laughs> at the how's, gym. How's it going? I woke up at six, and I was like, on my day off, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to the gym early." And I saw her there, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I expected this place to be empty," but and like, then you're here. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, people over there, I mean. As much as there are some weird girls over there, there's just as many weird guys. So that is very true. There's a lot of weird dudes. There's I mean, you can find weird dudes anywhere. Yeah, but, uh, it's not like a exclusively over there. Do thing. you have like the stereotypical like ROTC kids? Yes. No. <laughs> no. If you've seen those TikToks, we no. have a couple of them. Yeah. I do not know what kind of weapon this is. Are you, are you dumb? Yeah. <laughs> we have. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of them. Um, it's a little awkward when we talk to them because like we're doing the same thing as them, and we're yeah. like, <laughs> "Bro, I probably know more than you. What are you talking about?" It's not even that. We're like, "Dude, chill out." You know, <laughs> <we're> like, <laughs> yeah. 
Calm down. We are here together. Yeah, that's like my biggest pet peeve over there. Like, oh really? When like people like don't know how to like shut up. Like we go yeah. to a military college. I'm like, really? <laughs> we go? We go somewhere where the military is important? No way. No way. What else you got to talk about? I think a big if if I were to go so, I think a big pet peeve would be like people thinking they know more than you. When you do the same thing. Oh, that happens all the time. Like, you're <laughs> that, not doing this right. That happens all the time. You, The amount of arguments I've seen over, like, someone doing, like, no, you got to do it like this. No, I'm doing it like this because this is right. And they have an argument over, like, something as petty as, like, how to sweep the floor. How to shine your buckle. Yeah, it's literally, like, like you'll watch them argue and you're like, this is That not, was the dumbest thing ever. This is tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, like, that happens at other colleges as well as just you know swap a couple words Gosh. out but there there no it definitely happens at usf there are some engineering students that think that they are the next coming of architect christ and uh, they're like guys don't worry i uh I, you're, you're you don't understand i'm gonna help you because i'm really good <laughs> at this. i'm like yeah we have the same thing in terms of rotc like we have some guys that like think they're going to be like the next like american sniper oh, and, like God. you're like Dude, we're just doing like a basic movement right now. <laughs> we're like, literally stretching. We're like, <laughs> we're like literally wa- like learning how to like walk in a formation. And he's like, guys, I'm going to be so good in the military. I'm like, all right, man. You still got to graduate. From <laughs> like, so it's, it, yeah, those, it's just, you know, it happens everywhere. And I the, mean, there's always those people. I will yeah. say that there's some people in the cyber department that like, there's not a lot, there's not many people like that. There's That's only thing, right? and the people that like know how to do like literally everything, they're very humble about it. Yeah, they're not like, mm, I know. Yeah, how they to don't code but, everything. Yeah, they don't. All they types. don't brag about it, which is like really good. Yeah, I I love the cyber department over there at the Citadel. It's great. No, that's Can't. good at least. I mean, you always want to have those type of people, not the yeah. hmm, I know everything. Yeah, there's definitely people over there that are like, you know, like you you try to like recommend like hey man i think you're doing that wrong you, you they act like you just like curse out their family name so god um there's one more thing i wanted to talk about so do you have any like funny stories from the citadel or even from high school because i know that you go on like excursions sometimes with the military you have those yeah type of things. so with the so i'm an army contract which means that like on top of like everything i have to do at the, uh, the school like i have to do like army stuff as well and you would find that at, like, any other school, right? The ROTC department. It's just, you know, over there it's just way more prevalent. And um, so, you know, we go out and we go train every semester for, like, three or four days. We go in the woods and we, get, like, practice, like, all right, how you, you would, like, set up a camp or, like, how you would, like, conduct an attack or whatever. And this past semester we were, uh, we were getting ready and they are like, oh, it doesn't look like it's going to rain. And all that stuff. It looks like it's good. It was like temperatures on like six, like seventies, high seventies, low fifties. You know, very comfortable weather. And then we get there, and the first day we were there, yeah, the first day we were there, the first night, it was like nine o'clock, and it starts to like, you know, drizzle a little bit. And it's like, all right, looks like it's gonna rain. Just get out your rain stuff, and you know, just make a little like hooch, which is like almost like a like a cover. Mm. And we were like, okay, you know, it shouldn't be that bad. And they were like, it should have just rained for an hour. Um, you know, fast forward to 2.30 in the morning, the temperature <laughs> dropped to 47 degrees. And um, <laughs> all the water is, like, slowly seeping into my tent. Oh, God. And I'm like, 
I don't want to be out here anymore. <laughs> I was like, this is cold. I want to go home. I haven't eaten anything since six o'clock. And, um, yeah, it was miserable. I didn't get a, like an ounce of sleep that day. Yeah. Like, I just like, I remember like looking at my like, like watch and I was like, 5.15 and we had to be up in 15 minutes I was like I'm gonna just start packing up now yeah. <laughs> so I just got up everything was wet the whole day and like that whole the, the, the next day when the sun came up it never came up because it was overcast and raining the whole day That's and great. that day we were sh- like shooting M4s so like the whole range you're like aiming and like you're shaking <laughs> and you're like I can't I don't want to be out here anymore <laughs> and so it, it, it was really like a physical thing and like there was a lot of people that like weren't really they enjoying were just not having a good time we didn't have we only had two kids that like had to go inside and go inside and like basically like warm up they had symptoms of like um Hypothermia. yeah <laughs> i mean looking back a lot of people did but like none of us just wanted to say that like oh we want we quit so i know like one of my friends that i was like with me and him were like right next to each other and he like we woke up early like we didn't wake up but we didn't wake up we just stayed up and um we were like hey can we go to the bathroom and they were like yeah sure and we were walking he was like i don't feel good at all he like threw up and was shaking everywhere and i was like are you all right he's like yeah man i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> and like that's one of the symptoms of hypothermia oh but um yeah other people like like the juniors and some of the freshmen they didn't have it as well so yeah, it's like you're it wasn't a it wasn't a fun weekend but when we got back Sunday, it didn't end because uh, I got back Sunday and you're like, oh, yeah, I can finally sleep and, like, eat real food. Nah, midterm started the next oh. day, <laughs> so I had to stay up. I remember some. I remember emailing my teacher. I was like, hey, uh, we got, like, rained on, like, all weekend. Can I turn this assignment in tomorrow for, like, like and can you drop the late penalty of, like, 50%? He was like, sorry, man, uh, I can't because then I would have to give it to everybody. Hopefully you could just figure it out. And I, I was so <laughs> tired trying to figure out that like the coding assignment. I like submitted it at, like eight thirty, and I was like, "Good night." I was like, "Went to bed." I was like, "I'm not waking up." No, you told me that story, and then there was just times where you're like, "Yeah, we have to go do navigation." We just kind of drop you in the woods and got to figure it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we said so you have to do like land nav and like the woods. And it's a little scary at first, but after a while, you get used to it. That might be a little bit of fun, though, right? Yeah, okay. until, like, it's until night. Until hog comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun during the day, but at night. Yeah, at night, then it's probably yeah. not. Because, like, you're like, oh, look, can I have a flashlight? No. <laughs> you just, yeah. just got to stare at a paper that maybe you can read. Don't you have a, your little lamp light? Yeah, but we can't turn it on. Only You can only turn it on when you're looking at the paper? So no? we, when you use the lamp, you got to take a knee put something over you like a poncho or something like that and then you could turn it on what the? i guess if you're in you know like enemy if, lines you're like wow i'm gonna just turn my lamp <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah walking around in the middle of the night like your senses are like extremely heightened so like you'll yeah. hear like mm-hmm. a leaf fall and you'll be like you'll start to <laughs> <laughs> you'll turn around like you'll freak out over like nothing be- also like finding the points that you're looking for it's like damn near impossible too. Do you do you ever find them? Like I found my them? points. I found my points at night. Yeah, but like, you have to be like spot on with like your like you'll be counting your footsteps on like how many feet you've walked and Thank all that stuff. It'd be a fun experience if they like to make it harder. If they had someone out there with like a paintball gun or like an airsoft gun, every time you turn on your light or something, you're like, oh, I'm 
I'm gonna try <laughs> the dung. <laughs> I mean, they don't do that, but like, you know, when when we go out there, you know, there's people walking around to make sure, like, a, we know what to do and we don't get lost. Yeah, yeah. And B to make sure like no one's like walking around with like a, no a flashlight. <laughs> like, oh, the point's over there, guys. Like, go. <laughs> but um, like I remember one time, um, uh, what's it? We were doing this like so at night. You have to make sure someone's watching to make sure like ah, no one sneaks up and kills like thirty people out of nowhere, <laughs> oh right? Like in a in a real life yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what's it called? Um. So we had these things called fire watches, and it's like, all right, every hour, two people walk around making sure, like, everyone's okay, you know, no one's walking in that they're that's not, not supposed, supposed to be there. That's supposed to be there. Yeah. And I remember our <laughs> we were fine. Our, like, platoon, we were we were killing it. We were doing good. And then another platoon, they weren't apparently, you know, apparently they're job. fired. <laughs> they fell asleep. <laughs> so they took an Aztec death whistle and blew it and woke up everyone like in that platoon i mean you could hear it like you it was like death quiet and you just hear like someone scream bloody murder and you're like <laughs> you just look over you're like they're not How having you fun get an aztec it. death whistle amazon we have one <laughs> when we, we we freaked out the knobs by blowing we um like last year we were upstairs we were dressed and ready like 4 15 we're like all right we gotta wake these kids up how do we do it like typically like the doors are metal so you like slam the door and whatever and um one of my friends was like oh let me get my whistle <laughs> and we thought it was like a regular whistle and he brings an Aztec death whistle and we're like god so what are you gonna do he's like well I'm gonna blow it <laughs> 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 so it's dead silent and like four like everyone everyone across the school has like alright 430 wake these kids up so right when 430 hits like the second it like it's 430 you just hear like bang, 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 and then from our little corner, ah! You just hear like a fucking <laughs> someone scream, and I can only imagine what it's like on the other side of the door. You know, like oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, you just you're like paralyzed. You're like, what's going on? I couldn't imagine what it's like in the battalion over. They're like, ah, oh, wake up! What? The? <laughs> no, because it's so loud, you can't hear anything. Because you're also waking people up too. Because you're like. You might hear the whistle, but you're also, like, slamming a kid's door in, you know. Fair enough. Fun <laughs> things, though, but, um. Good time, fun stuff. I never heard that story before. That's funny. Yeah. But, um, I mean, do you have, what What time are we at right now? Hour 15. That's pretty good. I mean, do you have any other, like, I know we talked a lot about the city. Do you have any, like, funny high school stories that you remember? Like, any Anyone that's, like, on your mind? <laughs> Second semester, senior year. <laughs> Second semester, senior year. <laughs> Where we did it all online. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I've talked about that before. Yeah, so we did the first part of senior year in person, and then we decided, yeah, this ain't it. And I, uh, we uh, like me, him, and uh, another friend of ours, we <laughs> all transferred online and uh, essentially cheated through high school. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Oh, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like, what, like, what if we, like, what if, that'd be crazy if we did, but we didn't. Totally. Yeah. But no, that was, that was fun. Like, we, we definitely <laughs> did not. We never, we never played Rocket League in the middle of <laughs> math. We never class. played Rocket League during <laughs> the middle of science. We never played Rocket League during the middle of English class when we were supposed to be doing uh, discussions. I've never, like, left the meeting and gone to the gym in the middle of English class. <laughs> 
we've I've never ne- done that on a repeat never, occasions. We've never accidentally not muted our microphones and played Rocket League. <laughs> we've never not <laughs> muted anyone else during the speech. <laughs> <laughs> we've never <laughs> we've never muted someone during their discussion time and then completely forgot about it. And then them. we yeah, and then and then that said person texts me like Someone's muting my microphone. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That's so crazy. That. No, we've never done these things. We never would. We are very studious students. We would never accidentally drop our pencils during our IB exams and slam on our desk and fall on the floor. What we the would heck? never do that. I forgot we did that. <laughs> yeah. We we may have we may have accidentally accidentally dropped our pencil on the floor and then went, ah. Oh! Yeah, this wasn't like a cheating thing. We were just like being yeah, obnoxious. We were just being obnoxious. <laughs> God. I remember <laughs> our whole session was like, they were laughing, but they were like, what the heck is wrong? We had, yeah, because we sat next to each other. And that was that a was mistake. Because <laughs> typically we sat like alphabetically. Mm-hmm. And you it was like, in the front, I would be in the, the front back. with like people like, I was like, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? But like, this was like the first time they're like, all right, you and Justin are sitting next to each other. We're like, oh, we, we better have some fun time. And yeah, didn't we have, like, someone else in between us? And they were like, what the hell are you guys doing? And we would, like, throw razors at each other in the middle of the test. I remember during the test when you first opened up the book. Like, and you went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And the whole, the whole gymnasium just sits <laughs> just giggling. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, we had three hours to take the IB test, or like IB like um, biology test, and it was like a policy like after the first hour you could leave. Exactly after the first hour, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like, you sure you want to work on it a little bit more? I was like, no, I no. promise you, I won't. Nothing new will go on that paper. I remember there was one. I think it was Spanish. You you took the exam and then you took a nap and then you finished the exam when you woke up. Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, test ranged from like overconfident to like no idea what I was doing. Never in between. That I mean, that time was like one of the most stressful times when like in our high school career. I had a blast. But at the same time, I had a blast. Fun. I had a blast. I think at that point we were just done. We just wanted to be. Well, at that point, I already got my uh, like army scholarship, so like the IB the IB diploma never mattered to me. So I was like, what if I just took these tests as a joke? IB diploma, like, I would have been cool if it got, I got it. I didn't get mine, but I didn't really care because I knew at the end of the day I was going to USF for engineering. So I was like, whatever. No. I wasn't trying to – here's the thing. When you're trying to go into IB, you're going into IB, and you're trying to get your IB diploma. You're trying to go to, like, Yale or some Ivy League yeah. pres- or some prestigious <laughs> yeah. school. You're not going to USF. Yeah. You've got your IB diploma. Of course, you're going to get into USF. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It was a good time, though. I remember those times very vividly. Those were very fun high school I love times. that. Also, junior year was fun. Junior year was fun. Until COVID. Well, junior even year, COVID, yeah. that was fun, too. Junior year was, like, the pretext of COVID, and that's when we were, like, semi-online, and we would, like, just fool around and do whatever. And then they finally sent us home, and then that was when, like, peak of high school Even started. Even, like, while we were still in class, it was fun because we had every class together, that's except still, for one. Yeah, we did. So it was even better. And then, I know you remember, last thing, remember T.O.K. <laughs> that class was a joke. It was a joke of a class. We did anything but 
theory of knowledge in that class. Yes, but I, the thing I remember the most from that class was like, Balloons Tower like, Defense. Balloons Tower Defense. We play that in the back of the class. God. My phone would be a nuclear reactor ready, would, waiting to go off. Me, you, and Christian would sit in the back of the class and play Balloon Tower Defense until our phones got hot and then the game would turn off. And then we would also have debates in that class <laughs> to where we would have really conservative people in our class and really liberal people in our class. Mm-hmm. And it was just like we were just watching like a movie right there. We <laughs> were like, oh, this is great. If we would have like arguments about that, and then the next day would be like, "All right, guys, let's watch Donnie Darko." Yeah, we wa- we watched like three oh, different my. movies, and we were like, "Bro, what is this?" Yeah, but uh, yeah, overall, Citadel and high school—it's it's been an experience. We'll see what happens in the future, and past college and whatnot. But uh, moving into our final segment, per usual, we have our national holidays to wrap it up. So today. It's Monday, May 29th, so it's Memorial Day. So uh, appreciate all those who have uh, served in the military, and it's quite convenient. We have Dylan on, who's yeah, also I in know. the military. I, that was a sign for yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That we didn't plan this at all. So. <laughs> that was not, we were supposed to actually have a different guest on this <laughs> yeah. week, but that ended up happening. So, um, But, yeah, so Memorial Day. Then it's also the Gloucester Cheese Rolling, also known as the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake day so that's like in the uk where they have that giant hill it's called cooper's hill and they rolled yeah, a block yeah, of cheese yeah. down oh, it yeah. okay yeah, yeah that's yeah, that day so that happens okay. today and everybody like roll it yeah they <laughs> roll it just, like fly down <laughs> that's that day that's wild uh it's also mount everest day national alligator day which um i actually went to go see some alligators <laughs> day, like, my my oh, buddy yeah. in south carolina may or may not have a. Uh, Blew an alligator's head open with a de- desert eagle once. No way. Oh, like, at the, not at Citadel. Crazy. No, not at Citadel. Well, but, like, in his own, he was just, ah, whatever. <laughs> never have done that before. No, that's illegal. We can, you can't do that. No, he's never done that. That's never happened. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's uh, National Paperclip Day, National Snail Day, oh. Put a Pillow in Your Fridge Day, Wait, have you ever done do that, that before? No. I've never done that. I've never I'm gonna done do that. Dude, people I've actually never done do that? I throw, my yeah. pillow, I throw my pillow on the floor. I, like, like it's cold? Dude, so I, like, as a little kid, I read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And it was, like, <laughs> in, this, in the book, it was, like, whenever he had, like, a good idea, but at night, he would throw his pillow on the floor, and he would wake up and be like, why is that pillow on the floor? And he would think of that, like, idea or, like, whatever reminder he had. I've been doing that since elementary school. Works every time. So you throw your pillow on the floor when you have an idea. Dude, you wake up, you're like, why the, why is my pillow on the floor? You're like, and you remember whatever you needed to remember. <laughs> Can you do, so it's that, like an IRL reminder. Yeah, like, literally, like what, an, to, like what you were thinking of. Yeah, like I'd be like, I'd be like at sleep, like let's say I'm asleep, like or like trying to fall asleep. I'm like, oh, this is a good idea for like, like a gift or like a business idea. Throw your pillow on the floor. You wake up, you're like. <laughs> you remember <that> <laughs> but definitely something I've never tried it, but I know it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Because I mean, you, it's a cold. It's a pillow. cold pillow, yeah. Yeah. and you know, like long, no matter which way you flip it. I don't know if you, I would have enough room in my fridge for that. Well, though. I mean, you also you, yeah. have to, you know, you get a mini fridge. How, and how take long? Out yeah. the how long are you putting that in the fridge for? Like, uh, how, how long till it? You know, I mean, the fridge gets cold. Till it's a fast. brick. Yeah, yeah it's just a brick. <laughs> you get concussion yeah, laying in bed. Like just like an ice cube. You're just laying on an ice cube. What if you just like wet it and then you just put it in the fridge? Oh no! Then just slap it on your face. <laughs> That's a. You I can see a, that being like a torture. <laughs> I'm taking that to the pillow. How to not fall? How to not fall asleep? 
That's the pillow fight weapon God. right there. Oh my goodness. And then last but not least, it's National Barbecue Week. Oh so my. this whole week you can only eat barbecue for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh yeah. So you know, you know what's weird? I I wouldn't think it's weird to eat barbecue in the morning. It doesn't uh, sound that bad. Like a like because people eat steak and eggs for in, in the morning. What's wrong with having a rack of ribs in the morning? I'm not trying to you get wake that up, dirty. You in the wake morning. up and eat. Yeah, but I mean, uh, hush, you don't have to be dirty. You wake up and eat hush puppies and honey mustard and already get like your cholesterol and carbs <laughs> in for the day. <laughs> hush like, got two more meals after this. No, no, thank you. Damn. But I'm just saying, mac and cheese with the ribs in the morning. Uh, mac and cheese, I can, but I don't know about ribs in the morning, dude. It doesn't sound bad. No, it doesn't you can sound have steak bad. In the but morning, I, have ribs. I'd barely ever have steak in the morning. I'm saying yeah. like, like I know people I've never had have before, like saying. With like omelets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a, it. it's more of a thing like up north. Like they do that a lot. Is have like steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. You know what I had yesterday that I learned that I like hmm. type of egg. It's called a, a Arnold Benedict or Benedict. Benedict. Oh, Benedict. Yeah. 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 Those are fine. They are good. Those are yeah, so good. But we'll leave those stories for next week if we don't have a guest next week because we there's a lot that's happened like between the three of us that we haven't been able to talk about because we've always had a guest yeah, on yeah we've had we, literally the last four weeks we've had a guest yeah so we might have to take a break next week and just yeah you know, maybe we'll just have go back just, to the basics yeah, and talk about our lives there's a lot <laughs> going on in the last four weeks that's a whole month so yeah. what's going on in the month but yeah um what are we at like an hour and 20 yeah yeah an hour and 20 yeah, yeah we're good to I wrap think we're good it up that. but uh thank you guys for watching uh, three announcements about our pages and whatnot. We're 25 off 100 on TikTok. So go share and like on TikTok. Go follow on TikTok. More importantly, we're only five away I from know, 100 I, that's on, on the YouTube. List. You gotta let me get <laughs> that, there. That's more important. Five away from 100 on YouTube. So, you know, make five accounts and subscribe <laughs> yeah, exactly. five times. <laughs> or, uh, you know, get five people. Get Go, uh, here, here's your goal. Go out tomorrow, right? <laughs> And go find five strangers yeah. and tell them to follow the podcast and tell them to go tell five other strangers <laughs> and do the same thing. Go to your local mall or your local gas station. It's like and a do pyramid that. scheme for yeah. like followers. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. We want you to do our bidding for us for free. Do your job. Yeah. That's your job. And then last but not least, follow us on Instagram. All this stuff that we're talking about right now is in the link below if you're on spotify or apple Podcasts or amazon music it's in the description area on the episode not on the general page on the episode go check there and then youtube it's also obviously in the description instagram um instagram facebook twitter tiktok all that stuff's there um myspace myspace <laughs> Uh, LinkedIn Finder, pigeon, <laughs> pigeon carrier, pigeon carrier. Um, we even send it in the mail for you. Oh Not yeah, really, but we will send an envelope. Like, click this link. Click this <laughs> link. <laughs> we'll send you an email. Yeah, we'll send you emails. Sign up for our emails. But uh, maybe when we'll get re- real famous, we'll get like a Patreon, and then like we'll do video, like secret video, special. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I'm kind of against Patreon. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like I don't know. That's another. That's a, I, I, that's <laughs> yeah, a topic. Honestly, I, we can have a conversation about that. Oh, right, okay. Another real, video. Real, yeah, we'll have put another the pillow down. Yeah, we'll think of it. Yeah, pillow down. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We'll talk about Patreon next week. I mean, we're obviously not big enough to do Patreon, but no, I have no, I have feelings no. towards Patreon. Yeah, so I, I probably feel the same way. But we'll discuss. 
But yeah, thank you again for Dylan coming out and uh, sharing his experiences with yeah. the Citadel. Maybe you learned something new about the military. I know, maybe, I did. Uh, I was literally just sitting here the whole time, just listening. Yeah. Usually, yeah. I talk. Me, usually, yeah. me and Tamsin both talk more, but we were just listening I'm to all the stories. Back. Usually, yeah. when we have guests, it's it, it, it was a nice like break just to like kind of like learn listen and, and see something. New. I feel like yeah, it was just interesting. Learn it was very a, captivating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, learn about a life you you're never probably gonna live. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But thank you again for coming. Yep. Uh, if he's ever back in town, I mean, he's obviously in South Carolina. Not right now, but if he's ever back sometime again, maybe we'll have him on. He'll have new stories yeah. to tell. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. See you.